Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jai Carr, and it is December 8th, and welcome to Women's Grit and Grace. And I am excited. We're going to get our big first big snowfall tomorrow, uh, so I'm running around like crazy, doing all those things that... Um, <laughs> I seem to wait till the last minute to do, like make sure the snowblower works. Um, But, you know, it's exciting. Um, The first few snowfalls are always wonderful. So today, um, what a fabulous time to be alive as a woman. Just, you know, um, hard, yes. Um, Second class and citizen in many ways, yes. And that's, you know, I'm grateful and privileged to be a white woman. a woman at a time when even that um, is not as, um, how should I put it, it doesn't give me the same rights as a white man, but things should be a-changing. So um, today's show is Where Have Your Wings Been Bent? Um, December is a wonderful month for reconciling one's year, um, inviting the sacred, um, you know, peering into the darkness, as it were, of the possibilities of um, the loss and grief of what was or what could have been. Um, But it's a very magical month, um, and it invites us into a more intimate relationship with the sacred of ourselves. Um, We are humans. We are hue um, and man. We are the light of our soul. That is literally what human, when you translate it into the Latin, it translates into the light of one's soul. So, um, and, and soul, <laughs> soul is what our times are about. Um, so, today's show is, to be a woman is a gift, a privilege, a blessing. But this has not been so much in the times and culture we live in. There is a reckoning afoot as to the price of women's silence and the collusions which kept women silent and a distortion of men's power in play. Women's wings have been bent by the silencing of her outrage and wisdom, the relegating to the sidelines her values and compassion. This is no longer sustainable as the world created without women's presence and purpose is a world on the brink of self-destruction. Today I want to talk about how becoming aware of where your wings have been bent and how mending them is the sacred calling to every woman. Your wings do not need to become perfect before you again allow your passions to soar and your purpose to be shared for the benefit of all. Simply be willing to realize and tend to where you have been silenced as a woman, where you have bought into your imperfections as a woman, and choose to mend and soar with your wings again. The world needs the fierce compassion of women more now than ever. Imperfect and in the process of mending the wings of the better nature of ourselves as women. So this is a lot, but you know, this is the times we live in. Um, women's absence from the decisions, the choices, what we embrace, what we put to the sidelines. Our absence has brought us to a world on the brink of self-destruction. And, um, you know, we've all been 
<laughs> all of our wings have been have been bent either by agreeing to be silent about what we are outraged about, be silent about what we know to be true. Um, our wings have been bent by agreeing to be on the sidelines with our values and our compassion. Um, you know, because that's not practical, that's not sustainable, that's, you know, fill in the blank, that's not going to be economical. Well, you know, look at the world today. It's, it's uh, you know, in, in all those ways, it is not sustainable. It is on the brink of self-destruction. So the other one big thing that women buy into to allow their wings to be bent and to be on the sidelines is we have to be perfect or we have to be perfect in what we are not perfect. And, you know, life isn't perfect. Um, nature is not perfect. Um, creation is not perfect. It's messy. And, you know, the Oriental artists were very purposeful in always making certain there was an imperfection in what they created, imperfection they knew of, because they said, this is the nature of being human. We are imperfect. So um, where have your wings been bent? It's a really important question for you to ask yourself as a woman. I mean, men don't have our experiences. And, and again, you know, one of the reasons women will start with working with me and then want to bring their husbands or their partners in is because I understand and like men. But I don't expect them to be women. And, and I also know what men need from the women they are in relationship with. They need us to make them a better man. Um, so many of the men walking on this planet right now are boy men. They never had a woman, either their mother or their you know, partner, um, their mate, bring them into fruition as a man, which is very different than a boy man. They have a lot of boy men. Boy men are very self-absorbed. They're very selfish. Um, you can't trust them worth as far as you can throw them. They haven't, they haven't had a woman raise them into being a man, into containing them as a man. What is a man? Look at even the word man, M-A-N. What's a woman? W- womb, W-O, man. The womb of a man, meaning we we grow them, just like we grow babies, like we grow families, we grow communities, we grow men. But if we don't believe that it's okay for us to be perfect, if we don't believe it's okay for us to care fiercely for all life, if we don't believe it's okay that when we see an animal that's been killed by someone who refused to stop for it in the road and we cry, when we believe that's wrong, there's where we've bent our own wings. In the Orient, I was very blessed to spend a lot of time learning from a lot of different teachers, Oriental teachers, Eastern teachers. Um, and I learned from a lot of Native American teachers. Um, and both had in common how important it is for women to care for all of life, to protect all of life, because it speaks to our humanity, it speaks to our essence, and when we agreed to be sidelined and when we agreed that that wasn't as important as as what the you know gross national product was we agreed to what we are now living with which is a soulless selfish self-destructive world 
Now, that doesn't mean there aren't good people and aren't good things. There is. There's a wonderful abundance of good people and wonderful things and people caring deeply and dearly for each other. But one of the one of the challenges for women is is to bring that even into their life more. And it's it's simple, okay? One of the things I when I'm working with a woman, she's she gets overwhelmed. She's already overwhelmed. She's you know, she's working, she's raising children, she's got a partner, she's tending for elderly parents, she's doing volunteer work. Um, she's trying to keep her house clean. <laughs> um, and she's she, you know, goes, Where am I gonna find time to be a better person? I said, You don't find it. It's already in your life. You know, do you do you smile at people? Do you, you know, take a deep breath when you want to lean on your horn and don't lean on your horn? Do you, you know, slow down and say hello to somebody um, instead of not making eye contact and rushing by them? Um, I know in my life there have been times I have been very, very low. And the simplest things reminded me of the humanity that was good and was positive someone making eye contact and smiling at me and saying good morning. Um, you know, someone uh, letting me into a long line, and in the East, you know, that's not what is the norm. You can find your humanity. You can expand your humanity. You can help mend your wings just where you are. Um, and it's a choice, you know. And the choice is to listen to that part of you that makes you wrong for how much you haven't gotten done and what you have to do and how imperfect you are. Or do you go, you know, the world is is a hard place. It's a sad place in many places. In ways, I can bring some light to it today. I can choose to be kind. I can choose to be generous. I can choose to extend light and love to people I don't even know. You make a choice in the darkness to bring your light. That is the magical reminder of all of the traditions at this time of year. Where there's darkness, bring your light. Where there is, you know, not fertile ground for kindness, bring yours. We, we've been taught to take the state of what is and from there assess what we can and cannot do. And I would really challenge you to instead take the state of what is and bring your best to it. Raise the mean with who you are and what you choose. The state of the world is just the sum of the choices we've made as of today. If we want a different world, we make different choices. Can you yourself affect the world? Absolutely. Another big myth we've all bought into. I'm too small. I can't do anything. It's only those big people with those powers that can. Bullshit. They answer to us. They answer to those who show up and choose kindness, who choose compassion, who choose generous um, actions of faith and humanity. You know, look at what is happening in the bigger world, in the outside world. You know, people no longer agreeing to be silent. Women whose wings were bent saying, you know what? Even if my wings were bent, my my voice is no longer silent. What good did it, what good did it do to be silent? My wings haven't healed from my silence. 
and your wings won't heal from where they've been hurt, where you've been hurt, that doesn't get healed from silence, outrage. You know, the other day I was outraking, and I said, you know, every time I've been in trouble in my life, it's because some part of me bought into how I needed to be a well-behaved woman. I needed to behave well. And it inevitably got me into trouble. It, it hurt me. It hurt my children. It hurt my finances. It's, you know, there was immediate, hello, that choice, that conclusion, that belief you just extended into action? No, actually that was wrong because here's what, what the price of that is. Well-behaved women not only don't make history, well-behaved women are not happy. Well-behaved women don't stand up for the very things we are as women to stand up for, the well-being and humanity and right to life um, that all creatures have, whether it's a turtle crossing a road and you stop and you tend to it, or you know how you show up to volunteer for those who are struggling, or you write a check, um, you are part of what is. And any choice you have has immediate, either positive or negative, consequences. And if you don't believe your choice matters, take that belief and live it for a week and realize what it costs you, let alone what you kept from others, your smile, your love, your kindness. Women in the East, it's a fabulous way that, that in the Orient women are held. I'm not saying they live it, but there's a conscious thought about women, which is women are the grace of God, meaning we are, we are kind of the ambassadors for the divine, for the sacred. It is our humanity as women. It is our compassion as women. It is our kindness as women. It is our generosity as women. It is our willingness to honor all life as sacred as women that keeps the humanity of humankind intact. And when we don't exercise who we are in our full self, wings bent (laughs) and mending as we do, we deprive not only ourselves of our own fruition, our own purpose, our own sense of, of living in this life, but we deprive those who have brought us into their circle of life. And, and you know, it's kind of like pushing a button and nothing happens. Women's presence, wherever they are, is powerful. And you can make it powerful positive. You can make it powerful, you know, eh, or you can make it powerful in negativity. And um, by negativity, I don't mean you don't speak up in outrage. I don't mean you behave well and make people comfortable. I can't tell you, everybody I work with at some point, every woman and even couples, at some point in the process, I my homework to them is you are now to go and for the next week be uncomfortable. And they look at me like, what, what, what? I just, I'm paying you to tell me to do this? And they're, I'm already uncomfortable in life. I said, no, I want you to do the things you really care about and get uncomfortable as you're doing them. Because right now, if you were doing the things you care about, you and I probably wouldn't be in a process together. My job is to help you get back to the place where you know absolutely what you care about. You know absolutely 
what's important to you. You're just not living it. So to get from where you bought into how to behave as a woman, how to make no waves, how to be nice, how to keep status quo, I need you to get uncomfortable because you need to find your authentic, authentic center, not your socially constructed center. And it will be uncomfortable because you're going to be bumping up against people who counted you, counted on you to be comfortable, but are they happy? So, and no, they're not happy because when we are who we are fully as women, or at least more fully, we elevate all about, around us. We inspire all around us. We care for all around us. Whether they are part of our intimate family or whether they're part of our human family or our animal family or our Gaia family. It's all, we're all part of it. Um, so I want you to ask yourself, where have you agreed to bend your wings? And ask yourself if maybe in this time of the sacred, the time of darkness, you can go into prayer, you can go into meditation, you can go into journaling, you can go for a walk, you can have, take a long hot shower or a bath and say, if I were truly not afraid, if I were truly confident in myself, how would it be that I step into a new year? And and follow that. Inside of you knows perfectly how to unfold your life. It's all inside of you. It's your own intimate, personalized GPS for your life and for who you are in this life. And when you begin to trust it and lean into it and actually take action from your trust of what that softer voice inside responds to, those questions, you will begin to understand true happiness, true power, true courage. I leave you with that. Um, I wish you well. I'm going to go and see if my snowblower works <laughs> and, and throw up my wreath and um, try to stack some wood. So blessings. Um, again, if you have questions, please email me. You can find me, how to get in touch with me on my site, J-A-I-K-A-U-R at gmail.com. Sign up for my newsletter. Um, I've been quiet this year in in reaching out and offering online courses and 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 such, but I will always respond to an email. I am getting ready to come back out, um, and I will be with you again next week. Take care. Blessings. Bye. <laughs>